And this is not about making money. It's about serving. This is about making sure they start on the right customer journey, the right transformational journey that makes sense for where they are at and not for where you want them to be. Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, welcome back to the Vince Del Monte podcast. And today we are digging into one of my favorite topics sales. And we're going to expose seven lies around selling being sleazy. And why do people think that sales is sleazy? Maybe you are subconsciously believing one of these lies, whether you're an online fitness coach or an entrepreneur, selling is a part of the game. And one of my favorite lines around selling is sales cures all. So if you don't listen in, and you continue to believe one of these lies, you will continue to have problems in your life that sales can solve. So let's dive in in no particular order. I'm gonna weave some fun stories into these lies and then the truths, and I'd love to hear from you afterwards. Which one is your favorite? So lie number one is that people don't like being sold to. And the truth is that people don't like being lied to. I can tell you countless times I've loved being sold if it was a positive experience and I knew the guy was in a douchebag and trying to sell me something. Like recently when I bought my Denali at a dealership in Vaughan, Ontario, I had a guy try and sell me the Yukon Denali that smelled horrendous because the manager drove this car And he smoked in it. And he was trying to tell me that you could get the smoke out. And I'm like, dude, I'm not an idiot. And just right there, I was so insulted that he would think that I would buy a car that stunk and I could just, I don't know, he had some freaking, I don't know what they used to rub it out or get the smell up, but it sounded like complete BS. And I was ready to buy. Kind of like the guy until I could just tell he was being deceptive. And not genuinely honest. I, I wish he had just said, dude, you don't want this car. It stinks. <laughs> I might have actually bought it just because he was honest. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> like, Just because I like wanted the car so badly. But that unsold me. So I literally went across the street, met this Italian guy. He was hilarious. Uh, he was dropping the F-bomb like every other word when I told him my dad was from La Marca in Italy. He's like, Marchigiano, eh? Get the F out of here. Lamarque, Marky John, Marky Mark. Oh my God. Get the F out. He must have said that. Get the F out of here about 20 times. Anyways, you're in my business, but I was already set on the call. He didn't unsell the deal. I must have been in there for 30 minutes. I pretty much signed and drove. And uh, I had a better experience with this guy. And he was honest. He told me about the pros and cons of buying a diesel Yukon Denali and just a couple things that I should have been aware of getting into this vehicle and the price point and all that. I just appreciated his honesty. And uh, it was that simple, right? 
So that's lie number one. People don't like being sold to, but the truth is people don't like being lied to. Lie number two, all salespeople are sleazy. And the truth is a lot of us say that because we've been burned by a sleazy salesperson. And I had experiences like this with previous real estate agents. And I want to just tell you when you go above board to not be sleazy, you will earn people's business. And this realtor, I want to share this story, um, who sold us our home in Toronto a couple years ago, five, six years ago, we were looking at a lot of homes inside Toronto area. We looked at all these different price points. She showed us like wide ranges from 2 million to three and a half million. She got us really familiar with the different neighborhoods. And, and we finally found that place that we live in currently. And she said, you know, uh, I really like this one, but let me show you some more. She wasn't pushy at all until the day before the house went on the market. It was the first time she leaned in. And because she was so, she was just so helpful. She was not pushy. She was just very educational. When she finally made her recommendation based on really understanding our needs, she said, Vince, the house is going on the market tomorrow and you're going to lose it if you don't put an offer in tonight. It's Friday night and I'm going to strongly advise that you put an offer in tonight or else this house will be gone tomorrow. And because we had so much trust with her, she wasn't sleazy at all during the process. I appreciated her strong endorsement of our, uh, of our opportunity to buy this house. And we did that. We put the offer in on a Friday night. I was in Utah. Flavio was back home and, and, um, um, the, um, owner accepted it. Uh, it wasn't firm. I guess I don't know how it works, but there was a couple people that came by on the Saturday to check out the house. And the first person that came by ended their vacation early, a husband and a wife, and the wife wanted the house immediately. And they found out that there was already an offer and they were so upset that they offered us on the side an extra $200,000 cash above the list price. Me and Fly were like, holy crap. Well, this is our welcome to Toronto. Well, that's a good welcome. House has already gone up in value. And then we said, uh, no, because you know, we wanted the house. And then later that day, I got another call from my real estate agent. She said, there's another couple, Chinese couple. They, they love your house too. They've been looking for a year. They want to end their search. And they said, we want to buy this house. And they're willing to give us $400,000 above list price. That was pretty tempting to be honest. Cause I'm like, Hey, we could take that, find another house, but we wanted to end our search as well. We declined it and she was right. And that only <laughs> developed more trust with her because not only did she predict what was going to happen, you're going to miss out on the house. Uh, but we saw that if we had missed out on the house, oh my goodness, we wouldn't have had the affirmation that we made the right move to move to Toronto and that the value of this house was going to go up. And that was just such a positive experience that there are good salespeople out there that are willing to wait to make their recommendation once they understand your needs. And I think that's a really, uh, encouraging thing to know. And I hope that you are being that type of salesperson for others so that you inject some hope back into people. Because guess what? If they don't buy from you, they're going to go probably buy somewhere else from somebody else anyways. So you might as well do a good job. And if they don't buy from you, at least your conscience is intact. And that's what's most important to do this in a way that you look at yourself in the mirror and don't feel bad about how you're making money. That's a separate topic. Lie number three, you should be ashamed that you're in sales. Have you ever kind of, been looked at down because, you know, it's, it's a tier two job, tier three job. It's like something you just do because you don't have any other skills. No, you should never be ashamed that you're in sales. Sales is 
one of the hardest things to be in. It requires a high level of personal development. You got to be able to handle rejection, overcome objections. You got to hear no constantly. You have to reach out to people. You have to get to know people, build rapport, build trust. You've got to be listening. You have to be able to, to connect emotionally. You have to be able to persuade and influence. And it just requires a lot of skill sets that are really, really uh, challenging. So I want to reassure you, if you're in sales, pat yourself on the back. It is no easy feat. I've faced so much rejection in my early days and still do. Right, it, And it's easy to take it personally, and we have to really become a higher version of ourselves to be able to handle what comes in the sales world. So do not be ashamed that you're in sales. Realize that what you're doing is not really selling people, but you're just helping people make a decision. That is the truth. You're helping people make a decision. You're a guide. You're a facilitator. You're, you're kind of like an ambassador for them. Look at yourself as an ambassador to help them make their best decision for their best life based on what they're looking for. Lie number four is selling is about making money. No, well, sales does generate uh, a nice paycheck. You can write your own paycheck. Uh, there's a lot of bonuses attached to being a great salesman. Commission structures where you know you earn more if you sell more and all that good stuff. Selling is about serving people, right? And I, I believe that when sales is done at its highest level, you are truly truly looking out for your leads best interests and when you're doing that you're willing to tell people that hey this is not for you or this product's not for you or this service is not for you and you're focused on attracting the right people into your world your heart's got to be attracting the right clients and just knowing like this program's for this type of people this car is for this type of person for this type of budget and you're not pushing people yes the money will come and it will continue to come um, when you serve people because they'll go refer you and they'll come back and they'll buy another car. They'll buy another program. They'll renew with your services, et cetera, right? So it's super essential to know that it's easy to make the first sale, to make money the first time, but you've got to have a long view of opening the relationship so that they come to you for all their services and needs around the subject matter that you can support them. And line number five is selling is pushy. Uh, here's the truth. It all comes down to who's selling harder, right? So when they're pushing back on you, they're doing the same thing. They're being pushy. So it's just a shift in perspective that if they're giving you objections, I need to talk to my wife or, hey, I need to shop the competition or, hey, I need to look for a different offer or I need to think about they're being pushy. They're pushing back on you. So selling is not about being pushy. It's about collaborating. It's around connecting and problem solving their issues as a team. We're not pushing them into something, but maybe pulling them in a, a direction where, hey, uh, wh why don't you look at it from this perspective, et cetera. Let's, let's problem solve this together. Don't push them into something. Uh, if you do, they'll push back, and then they will sell you on their reasons for not, for not uh, taking the next step. And, and, and sometimes they might have a really good reason for why they shouldn't do it. So you don't need to ever be pushy. Um, you can certainly be enthusiastic. You can certainly be persistent. But I find oftentimes pressure can attract an impulse buy, which can trigger a delinquent account, which can trigger buyer's remorse, which can start to taint your company's reputation. And you really need to, you know, if anything, uh, reduce the pressure and let 
people know this is, is a, a big decision. Why don't you think about this for 24 hours? Sometimes that's what people do need to do. Hey, maybe definitely you haven't talked to your spouse about this. That's actually pretty important because this is a big decision. So sometimes um, being pushy is going to unsell people. And sometimes the thing you got to do is like depressure the situation and just let them know, like, we're not looking to sell you. We're not looking to close you. We're looking for success stories. We're looking for winners. You tell us why you need to do this. You tell us why you came to me. You tell me why you're picking me. You tell me why you think I can help you more than other people. They need to push themselves. All right, so selling is just about asking the right questions so they push themselves into the right decision. Just guide them. It's got to be their decision. Line number six is selling is convincing people. Uh, the truth, it's not. It's, it's about connecting people. Uh, let me say that again. Selling is connecting to people, specifically to their uh, desired end states, to their, their emotional desired end states at the end of their week, at the end of their day, at the end of their month, at the end of their year, at the end of their life. What do they want at the end of their life? It's connecting with people, not pushing them in, but really understanding their motivators, what drives them. It's helping them again, make the right decision for their best life. It's, it's not pushing them into a program that they don't need or into a price point that they can't afford. It's really getting clear on where they're at in their journey and where they need to start and helping them see that, hey, listen, you do have a couple options. There are many opportunities out there for you to consider. And, you know, asking them what's most important to you? What do you want most? What's What don't you want? Where do you need support? Where are your pain points? What are your roadblocks? Listening. Let them unpack it and see, hey, can we actually serve this individual? And the last lie here, selling is awkward. A truth is... Um, <laughs> Well, the truth is selling can be awkward. I've been in many awkward situations in my early personal training days trying to close people from 144 sessions all the way down to one session, <laughs> down from 144 to 72 to 36 to 24 to 12 to a point where the person says, oh man, you're having a rough day today, aren't you? And being so embarrassed, wanting to run out of the room and saying, this job sucks. Why did I sign myself up for this? Yes, selling can be awkward. It can be really awkward. I've been on many awkward calls where you just fumble and you start talking too much because that's where you feel safe and you ask him to, to uh, you know, uh, for a decision. And at the end, there's silence and then you just start to talk again and you unsell them. Listen, if you truly believe in your service, this is the truth. If you truly believe in your service, it will not be awkward because they will feel your passion. They will feel your excitement, your enthusiasm. If you fumble on your script, They'll forgive you because they can just tell this person is a good person. They, they truly are helping me. They know they're in a sales. They know they're, they're in a sales call. They're not stupid, right? And they'll see that this person is truly behind the program. And you can get away with not being as flawless as you'd prefer, but because uh, they connect just with your, your you being genuine and you uh, really expressing that, hey, we know we can help you. If your pitch isn't perfect, then you'll be able to still support them and they'll maybe still enroll. So just, just get on the phone knowing you're there to help people. All right. Just, Hey man, how can I help you here? Where are you at today? What do you need to know to make a decision? Hey, there's only a couple of reasons why people don't sign up. It's this, this, and this, which one might be it for you. Uh, let's just kind of cut to the chase here. Tell me your story, man. What's your journey? Where are you stuck, man? Uh, talk to me, talk to me, lay it on me. I'll tell you how this works. Not going to try and pitch you today. I'm looking for winners. If this isn't for you part ways, just, just have that natural voice. 
so they can hear something different that doesn't feel robotic. That's what's going to disarm people. That's what takes away the awkwardness when you're just real. Okay. Now I'm not saying this doesn't mean sales training isn't important. You shouldn't get good at sales. You shouldn't have a process. We have all of our students follow a process. There's a, a clear argument uh, that's built throughout the process. But at the end of the day, your voice should be the voice that they're hearing and that they're connecting with and that they're trusting that leads them to being a client or being maybe a client in the future. So, hey, let's wrap up here. That's seven lies, seven truths. Which one was your favorite? Hit me up on the gram. If you're not a part of my free Facebook group where we dive into this stuff, join now. There's a link in the description. Vince is free group. And this is where I serve personal trainers on a daily basis. And you'll be in a great community to get uh, your questions answered if that's something you are serious about right now. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Ciao, ciao.